Welcome to the Movie Forward Podcast. We have no idea why Rio's grinning, but he is, and you would only ever be able to see how nonsensically <laughs> cute and adorable and fantastic that is if you're a patron of ours. So go over to patreon.com uh, uh, forward slash moving forward something, 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 uh, and do as little as a buck and you'll get videos of all of our podcasts. Uh, how do you like that for plugs? Hey, guys. <laughs> uh, and we have Ryan Blevins here again today. Uh, awesome congressional candidate from California who is of course Yang Yang, uh, but has done something that Rio and I have actually been uh, talking about the need for on this podcast and uh, even just in private conversations. Uh, uh, Ryan created something called the UBI caucus. So if you go on uh, Twitter and you search for the hashtag UBI caucus, you're going to find uh, candidates from the left and the right, uh, both sort of moving forward Yang Yang centric candidates, but all, like from, you know, varying uh, spectrums. Uh, but they're all backing uh, universal basic income, which is fantastic. So, Ryan, A, thank you for doing that. B, how the hell are you? Please tell us all about it. Uh, I'm doing great. Thank you. Uh, so the UBI caucus now has uh, Democrats, independents, and Republicans working together on the idea of universal basic income. Uh, so most recently, we had Zoltan Istvan, who's running for president against Trump on the GOP side. And he became the first Republican to join the UBI caucus, which I think makes 26 candidates uh, that are working together on UBI. Yeah, that's uh, that's awesome, man. That that that's a huge start. I'm really sad that I can't vote for Yang in the Democratic primary and Zoltan in the GOP primary. But yeah, I'm going to do Yang because he has a better chance of winning. But I'm glad that uh, Zoltan's running against um, Trump in the primary, though, because it is really important that he's standing up for the fact that this policy is something that the right should embrace as well. And also, historically, when a an incumbent president has faced a, a primary um they haven't won re-election it weakens them so that's good too indeed yeah so you 26 candidates that's amazing thank you for putting that together and i mean that's got to just be that's just the start right like i mean it could be a hundred a year from now yes so we have 26 candidates that are uh, uh democrats independents and republicans from all over the country. Uh, we have seven candidates in California. We have four candidates in Maryland. And then we have 15 candidates from other places. Um, and this is really coming together to create a big movement for UBI. So hopefully, maybe in the coming months or years, we can get even more supporters to the point where we can actually vote on a universal basic income and pass the basic income uh like how the nixon administration did in 1971 yeah i think that's a great idea and and having a caucus that is um bipartisan uh, really helps and this is just getting started too i mean it could be 100 candidates a year from now it could be 200 candidates two years from now uh and if even only you know a fraction of them actually win that really makes it that much more likely for ubi to become a policy even if andrew yang it doesn't become president. So thank you very much for doing that. Um, does anybody have a, like, is there a UBI pack to go along with this caucus where somebody could literally just send money to a pack to support all of the UBI favoring candidates? Uh, we do not have one at this time that I know of. Um, if we should I, create one. 
Yeah, we should. <laughs> well, and, and uh, Ryan probably can't because he's a candidate. Uh, uh, yeah. So, so should we do it, Corey? <laughs> yeah, that's what I like. And because we've been we've been humming and hawing about this before, like I think this is probably something that we just need to do, because uh, I think there would be uh, a massive amount of support for it. Because that's the thing. Like we're obviously bagging Andrew Yang, but it's been really, really fascinating talking with you, Ryan. We've talked to a few other candidates that uh, uh, that are that are backing UBI and they're backing the the sort of moving forward platform gestalt kind of whole idea. Uh, and we're super excited to literally talk to every single person in the UBI caucus because it just, it really is. It's a, that sort of core central node that is bipartisan that is such an amazing way for us to to, to move the needle and, and, and move things forward for the country. Yeah, and I wish that I could vote for both Andrew Yang in the Democratic primary and Zoltan Istvan in the Republican primary, but since I, I can- kinda, Honestly, I do too. He's He's been the head of the transhumanist party, like hypertech, like, kind of yeah. weirdos frankly that i love like a lot uh for quite a while so i'm i'm excited he's running in the gop primary because yeah, gonna... frankly i don't understand why we can't vote in both primaries i mean why the hell not <laughs> yeah uh, i mean i guess the idea is that people from the other party could be could try to like cause trouble by intentionally nominating a bad candidate or something and in open primaries they do and so, uh yeah in our UBI caucus chat, we actually talked about other policies. So something that we came up with uh, was uh, uh, score-based voting. So what that would do is during a primary, you would give every candidate a score from one to 10 of how much you like them. And then uh, with the most points wins. So uh, if we were able to implement that, then you could uh, theoretically vote uh, the highest score for both Andrew Yang and uh, Zoltan. That that sounds like an enhanced version of uh, of ranked choice. Uh, yes, that discussion that we were having was around uh, the different types of ranked choice voting, and I like the score choice uh, voting because it gives uh, you more control over who you like and what kind of scores you give them because you could have like a, a first choice and a second choice right but maybe you very highly prefer the first choice candidate or maybe they're pretty close to each other so with the score choice voting you can uh, you have more control over uh, how much points you want to allocate to each person Right. You can, that is you can, the nerdiest democratic reform I've ever heard proposed, right? and I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's good, because you can downregulate anybody you hate aggressively. I think right? it might be above the head of, like, the average voter, though. <laughs> That's why, I mean, not uh, people that listen to our show. Come on now. No, no, of course not. No, I mean, we, let's talk. I'm just saying, like, in terms of practically implementing it, can we really trust the average person to do that intelligently? Yes. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I think we could. I think yeah. we could. Just say, give give a one to 10 score of which candidate you like the best. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, seriously, if you, if you don't have an opinion, don't put anything down, they automatically get a zero. Right. And that way it, it allows people that uh, you think about it with rank choice voting, you know, the, if there's, especially if there's 18 candidates, let's say there's, there's 10, right. <laughs> um, on uh, the, the bottom yeah. half, let's say like you, you couldn't give a crap about everybody from, uh, from Booker to Klobuchar and everybody in between. Um, but they're they're getting much different point profiles in ranked choice because you might have uh, you know a uh, uh, Booker at five and and Klobuchar at one or vice versa. It's it's a vastly different uh, uh, thing uh, strategically than relegating them all to a one or to a zero. Rio, did I lose you? Maybe it is too nerdy. 
<laughs> no, no, no. I, 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 I was actually wondering if Ryan was going to respond to that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Ryan, tell us about some of the other candidates. You're getting, you're getting uh, to know all these UBI. Uh, what's the breakup in terms of like, you know, sex and age and race? Like what, 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 does, it, what does this group look like? Uh, so I had some technical difficulties and I missed part of uh, Corey's uh, sentence there. I was just, um, I was just ranting about numbers. You, you definitely get it all. Um, but yeah, Rio was just asking about like, what, what are some of the, uh, who, who are some of the other UBI candidates in the, in the UBI caucus that, uh, that we should be paying close attention to? Well, if you uh, search on Twitter for the hashtag UBI caucus, you can get a pretty good list of everyone that's running and then you can do some research that way. But we have a pretty diverse field of candidates. Um, I'm not sure what the numbers are, but we do have a diverse, diverse candidates. Yeah, no, I mean, that's good, right? If, if the best way to get a policy like this to happen would be to have as many people and as, as diverse a group of people as possible supporting it so that we can convince, you know, majority of Americans to get behind it. Um, all right. So I guess I'm wondering, like, if you've gotten to 26, when, like, how long did it take you to get to 26 from the day you decided, okay, I'm going to do a UBI caucus, so hitting the number 26, how quickly did that go? So Andrew Yang was holding a rally in San Francisco on October 27th. And at the rally, he said, um, uh, Washington, Washington D.C. doesn't have leaders; they have followers, and that we need more leaders into Congress. So then, later, I went home and I was kind of on Twitter and I was looking at all of these other candidates that support UBI, and I was thinking, like, why don't we work together? What's what's stopping all of these different candidates from working together? So I started uh, DMing someone, uh, some of them, and. Two of the first people I messaged were uh, Jonathan Units from New Jersey and James Ellers, who is also from California. And they like immediately joined. And then we were discussing uh, like what other candidates are there and how should we proceed with this? And then over the period of less than a month, we have already went up to 26 candidates. Okay. So what, what I have noticed is sometimes I will invite a candidate. So I think I invited uh, David Kim and David Kim was like, oh, I know three or four other candidates that would also be interested. So then he himself also invited, uh, you know, the candidates that he thought would be interested and then they joined us. So it's kind of uh kind of like a pyramid right so you talk to the one person and then they invite more people uh, yeah the <laughs> it's growing very fast and uh i don't know how i think it might be slowing down a little because i don't know uh how many more candidates support ubi i think uh most of us that support ubi have already heard of it and joined um I'm hoping we get a red wave because uh, Zoltan just joined us as the first Republican. So I'm hoping that there's a, a wave of Republicans that follow him because it's not very fair to have a 20 versus one uh, conference. 
Unfortunately, it's too easy for the Republican establishment to point to him and say that he's this weird outlier, you know, because he did run as a third party candidate before and it's part of like the whole transhumanist party, which a lot of people think of as kind of wackadoodle. Um, so I don't know if he's going to cause a red wave, but I, I do think that the way I look at it is if the Democrats don't make this part of their platform, then the Republicans would be crazy not to because, uh, you know, Corey and I keep bringing this up that, you know, one of my intellectual heroes, David Frums, this conservative guy who is part of what I like about him is he's very good at respect or he's very good at how to put this. Um, he's, he's good at criticizing his own, right. <laughs> Which is actually something that doesn't happen a lot um, on the right. And he frequently makes this point that like, you know, conservatives need to stand for something, not just against whatever, the left is trying to do right the, the same yeah. exact thing needs to yeah. be applied to democrats too because we have all of these democratic candidates that say not trump not trump not trump but then you try to think of what they actually stand for and you can't actually think of anything because they don't stand for anything they're just not trump not trump not trump and these are all of the candidates that are falling in the polls which is i think is awesome <laughs> yeah so i i feel like ubi is something if the democrats don't pick this up the Republicans, it would be very smart to, to pick it up because it is a, a first of all, like, Yang is completely right that a UBI is absolutely necessary in order to continue capitalism. Capitalism will not survive without a UBI. And so the party, <laughs> at least until Trump came along, was ostensibly pro-capitalism, would be crazy not to pick this policy up. Yeah, and I think and, and Republicans will never pick up UBI. Let's let's be super honest about this. Uh, their their billionaire handlers are much more stringent than our billionaire handlers. So it's well, and more they're a left wing party. So I don't know. Like, yeah. Well, that's that's true. Like, I guess you can say it because uh, yeah, all all bets are kind of off right now. However, I I do think the, the the opportunity for us now with the core group of people that that you've managed to uh, to collect, Ryan is that it, the question now is not you know, how many candidates are out there that already believe in UBI. It's how many candidates are we going to go out and talk to that are in the Democratic primary that are going to have to come down on one side of the UBI argument or not, right? And so then it becomes a, a matter of educating. You know, If you're listening to this and, and you don't know who your personal congressional candidates, find out right who's running in the primary uh, and find out if any of them are for UBI. And if they're not, yeah. um, and if they're curious about it, have them come sit down uh, for a Zoom chat with uh, – uh, with Rio and I, and we'll walk them through it, right? And after walking through it, are you pro UBI or or, uh, or anti UBI? Uh, and your answer will uh, will will have a huge amount to do with whether or not we're for you or against you with the hundred million dollar UBI pack that Rio and I are going to have. Uh, <laughs> Actually, that is a way that our listeners could really help, right? It's true. A ask your local uh, the people who are running for office locally. Include also ask you know people who are already in office locally. Yep. how they how they feel about it and if you know if you're if, you know especially your your senators and your congress people ask them what their position on ubi is anybody who's running for congress ask them what their what their what their position on ubi is and send them to us if they're even a little ubi curious you ubi curious <laughs> i see what you did there so so one thing that the ubi caucus does not have yet is it doesn't have any incumbents all 26 of us are candidates and none of us are actually in office yet. Uh, so it would be awesome if, you know, we could talk to someone that has already won and be like, 
oh, you can join us uh, on supporting UVI. And I think that would actually... What about Tulsi Gabbard? Shouldn't she be in there? I mean, <laughs> everything else, like setting aside all of the drama around her and foreign policy and the, the fight with Hillary Clinton, she does. She did say she supports the UBI and she is in Congress. She is not running for re-election. Oh, okay. So be in Congress uh, after the next election. Uh, but I heard that Rashida Tlaib uh, passed tried to pass a version of UPI uh, recently. Um, I haven't read that much much into it, but I've just heard that she passed uh, some form of it, or she was trying to pass some form of it. Okay, right, yeah. So let's start reaching out to these people. And, uh, and I, I love her anyway, just, I mean, for lots of different reasons, but yeah. Um, so far, she's uh, she introduced the plan in Congress that it comes the closest to a UBI. Um, it's under uh, a Washington Post paywall, so I can't get into it, but um, I'd love to chat with her anyway. So that's a really, really good excuse. And we'll get her into the UBI caucus. And that's awesome. Good idea. Yeah. So let's focus on growing. I mean, getting Yang elected, right? So we've got a couple of goals, growing the UBI caucus and um, creating a UBI pack, which I guess Ryan can't conspire with us on, but we can do that. No. <laughs> I... For a very short period of time, I talked with Seth from the Humanity Forward Pact, but mm-hmm. uh, we cannot continue because uh, we're not we're not allowed to uh, cooperate. Gotcha. Well, um, so I guess I guess the next thing to say, just practically speaking, is if one of our listeners knows of a candidate who is UBI curious, how would they? get in touch with the UBI caucus. You said there's a hashtag. Should they find you and DM you on Twitter? Um, should we create a website? Where, where, where are we with all that? In order to, for now, I think the best thing would probably just a hashtag UBI caucus and then uh, at Blevins 2020 so that I see it. So right now we have a Slack channel with uh, about 20 of the UBI caucus candidates. And Omar Reyes from... Florida District 22 has set up an automated uh, automated program that will notify all of us every time someone sends us the hashtag UBI caucus. So everyone will see it, maybe. Uh, I don't know. We get a lot of UBI caucus messages, but um, yeah, just hashtag UBI caucus and at Blevins 2020, and I will see it. All right. That's a good plan. That is a good plan. How is your campaign going? Now we've got you back on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, uh, my campaign is going well. I have been attending some uh, Yang Gang events, and I have seen the support for Yang Gang growing. And also, while I'm at these events, I've been handing out business cards to people, and they have been uh, – they like that there are – other candidates that are also supporting the humanity first uh, freedom dividend sort of vision for the future. So uh, glad to hear that your campaign's going well. Hope you win. Um, Everybody go send Ryan money and hopefully soon we'll have a caucus for all the UBI candidates you can send money to as well. Um, All right. And I guess that just leaves one last thing to say, huh, Ryan? Say Andrew Yang is our taco. (laughs) What does that even mean? (laughs) 
It's a solid, solid question. That's a very, very good question. Uh, <laughs> it, we, it started as a weird tradition. Basically, when we were talking to Scott Sattens, actually, um, you know, he was basically talking about the fact that UBI is kind of like uh, taco and everybody loves taco tacos. Uh, and, and I can't remember if it was Rio or me. I was like, Rio, like, that's, our, that's our taco. Andrew Yang is our taco. And yeah, now, Andrew Yang's the guy who brought us together, yeah. despite the fact that I'm a heartless right winger and Corey is a bleeding heart lefty. <laughs> That's scientifically true. <laughs> um, it's okay if you don't feel comfortable saying it, but like, yeah, we, we, we sometimes ask our guests to say it at the end of the episode. Yeah. I actually, I think I said this in the previous episode, but if Andrew Yang wasn't running, then I wouldn't be running either. Because, you know, his, his automation uh, message really resonates with me, you know, because robotics engineer. Right. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's definitely a lot of people, the, the, the likelihood that you're going to be in technology and understand that and also be pro-UBI, uh, I'm, I'm sensing a lot of uh, 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 correlation between that support. Because you guys know that, I mean, these, these jobs are going to die and they're going to die faster than anyone uh, can understand how to replace them. And, and, well, and it really upsets me when I see people, uh, especially lefties, attacking. I mean, lefties as in like left of the Democrat, left in the Democratic Party. You know, the the um, Bernie Sanders supporters, et cetera, are saying like, "Oh, Andrew Yang's a capitalist, and he's a tech bro, and all of this stuff." Meanwhile, I'm like, dude, like, look at the Forbes list. Yang is worth maybe a million dollars, which like in Manhattan makes him basically poor. And like Bernie Sanders has way more money than yang does so i don't know what the hell they're talking about like he just is young and smart and tech savvy and understands how the economy actually works which is which are all good things yeah well i'm probably worth like 12k so i guess i'm the candidate (laughs) (laughs) you're worth (laughs) you're worth one ubi a year yeah sad all right, no so Ryan really needs the money, guys. Let's shell it out. Shell it out. <laughs> Seriously, we, we have to support our down-ballot candidates so that the actual UBI caucus becomes a thing, right? Like somebody has to start a pack. Maybe it'll be us, and I don't know. We really should talk about that, actually, because that, that, that would be a, a compelling node around which we could actually start to, uh, actively raising money and supporting these candidates. So. Yeah, I agree. We should do it. Um. I was saying I really want to work with the Justice Democrats because they have already been successful at passing uh, progressive working class people. So I think if we work together, I think we could both really benefit from this because they're running their own candidates and the UBI caucus is running our own candidates. And we agree on a lot of stuff. Like uh, just because the UBI caucus is focused on UBI doesn't mean we're single issue candidates. We're actually supporting many different policies that the justice Democrats also support. So it doesn't make sense that uh, we're not working together. Yeah. I am a fan of the justice Democrats. I think you're right. And they're, they're sort of the, I think the best example of how to create and organize uh, a a really, really well run and an effective uh, down ballot campaign structure nationally. So uh, that's a really, really good idea. Yeah, and we need to bring more traditional fiscal conservatives into the UBI circle as well. Um, we we need to reach out to people who, I mean, heck, you know, um, the Tea Party should be open to this, honestly, right? We're talking, it is it is tax relief for the middle class. It would be the largest tax cut 
for Come the middle on, class in history, basically. You know that and there was like... I know, but I'm just saying, like, we, we should... You're not... I'm like, it's I, not... I know you're not right. just working class people who should <laughs> yeah. support this policy. And yeah. Yang's campaign, in my opinion, the biggest mistake that they've made so far is that they haven't been selling this point about it being tax relief enough. And I know that it's a problem for some voters in the primary because apparently there are a lot of Democratic voters who hate the middle class and want it to shrink. But I would think that for a lot of people tax relief for the middle class is a pretty good selling point. Well, and the way you do that, Republicans have talking about been talking about giving you a tax break for a long time. Uh, this one candidate in the Democratic primary is talking about doing the largest middle class tax cut in the history yeah. of the United States. That as, as if that 30 second advertisement wouldn't play well in Iowa. Oh, exactly. It would play well in Iowa and he needs to do it. Okay. Agreed. So, All right. um, good talk. <laughs> <laughs> anything that you want to tell our listeners before we wrap up, Ryan? Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> no, that's all right. I mean, we covered, we covered basically anything here. Just say it to say Andrew Yang is our taco. We won't tell anyone. Eh, Andrew, <laughs> Andrew Yang, hey, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to add one part to it. Uh, Do it. Andrew Yang is the UBI taco. All right. I'll, t- I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to the Moving Forward podcast. Uh, we are so excited to be bringing this to you, and we're so excited about the uh, the awesome community, the Yang Gang that's growing up around the candidacy uh, of Andrew Yang. Uh, if you could please tag us on Twitter with the hashtag Moving Forward Pod and uh, find and join the Moving Forward podcast uh, group on Facebook. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.